Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? This is Jamie Atkinson back with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. And today I'm really, really excited because I'm going to be going through a two-part episode where we deep dive on how you can map out a year's worth of content in literally just a few hours. You excited? I'm so pumped. Here we go. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Jamie Atkinson back with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement podcast. And today is going to be a really interesting episode because we're going to go a little bit deeper than what we usually have. And I really want to dig deep into helping you guys understand how you can map out a year's worth of content in a really, really short space of time. And I mean, we're literally talking two hours, um, you know, so just to give you guys some insight here, you know, back only a couple of months ago, back in February, I was very lucky to be in a room with some amazing entrepreneurs and individuals. And it was an event called The Goat, which, you know, it doesn't sound all that sexy when you think back, but The Goat was amazing. We got you know, insight into some really high level mastermind stuff that's happening behind the scenes with some seven figure agencies and businesses. And one story that was particularly interesting to me was one shared by one Rachel Peterson. And Rachel is an amazing individual. She's the queen of social media. And she has literally gone from just a few years ago, having nothing, being a single mom and, you know, found her a husband and, and, you know, within 17 days ended up marrying the dude and went on this amazing whirlwind adventure, which I'm just blown away by. But what was amazing about Rachel's story is that pretty much from nothing, she built up two businesses. One was this amazing social media agency, and then the other one was this education platform. And she built this out of nothing. And within a few years, she gained this reputation of being the queen of social media. Nowadays, you can see her pretty much hanging around on TikTok, being her eccentric self, which I think is so cool. She's so authentic. And the reason I wanted to highlight Rachel on this episode is that she's the number one reason why I started to map out my content plan. And really, today's episode wouldn't have been possible without her. So I just wanted to give a real big shout out to her very quickly just to say thank you for sharing some of these insights, which I'm now going to share back with you guys today. Hopefully she's okay with me sharing it. I'm sure she will be. Just kidding. I checked with her first. She's cool with it. So today's episode and what I want to kind of share with you is understanding how you can map out a year's worth of content in a very, very short space of time. But one of the big challenges that you have when you start to think about content is a lot of people get very, very overwhelmed. You know, when I think back to when I was creating content, you know, even just a couple of months ago, 
My week would typically look like this. I would get up, I would say to myself, oh, I've got to write an email today. All right, so how am I going to write this email? And I would go and I would work it out and I would figure out exactly what my plan was going to be. And, you know, I'd spend a few hours doing research. I'd maybe look at some emails other people had written. I finally go, okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to talk about. I'd write out one email and then I would go about my day. What would then happen is I would then come back to, you know, maybe uh, a Facebook Live the next day and I'd say, hmm, what am I going to write about on my Facebook Live? And I would spend hours and hours of my time just thinking about what I was going to do next. So what happens and what you can start to realize is that you're spending a lot of time in your work week thinking and planning about content. So let me ask you this little exercise really quickly. In terms of how much time you spend doing this thing, just grab a a notepad or a piece of paper or, you know, just get your laptop up or just talk about it in your head. And just tell me really quickly, how many hours a week do you spend writing topics for emails? And you know what, actually, let's do it in a month. How many hours per month do you spend writing topics for emails? Give you a little second. Now, for me, when I was writing down these answers, I was pretty realistic. I would say, you know what, I probably write maybe one email a week. I do some research for the topics. Uh, I probably spend two hours a month writing topics for emails. All right, well, let's think about the next thing. For your podcast or your Facebook Lives or your videos you put out there, how many hours in a month do you put into doing podcast research? And we're talking about ideas for the podcast, looking at other people's content, figuring out what you want to put out there give you a second. And, you know, I was pretty realistic. I would say, all right, well, I'll spend about four hours a month doing this. You know, if you think 20 minutes here, 10 minutes there, that probably works out to what it would be. Now, the next thing is how much time do you spend thinking about topics for your Facebook lives? Because most of you by now should be, you know, realizing that you should be publishing every day if you can. Facebook lives is one of the easiest ways to get out there every day without having to do much production value. So how many hours a month do you spend thinking about topics for your Facebook lives? Well, for me, you know, it's actually quite a lot. I would spend probably the best part of four to five hours because I'd go into Facebook and then I would check out what other people are doing and then I get distracted and, you know, go into a Facebook group and end up getting down the black hole of social media. And then the very last question I have for you guys is... How much time do you spend researching, planning, and ultimately stressing out about content on social media in a given month? Now, some of you are probably going to say 40 hours a month, (laughs) because realistically, you can easily spend over 10 hours a week just getting stressed about what content you want to put out there. But just to keep it realistic and, and really just to share, you know, the average of what I've seen for a lot of people and for me, I probably spent the best part of seven hours a month just stressing out about content, researching, planning, and putting everything into practice. Now, that's a lot of time. So if you've got a second, I just want you guys to look at what you've written down or just tally it up in your head and think about how many hours a month are you spending thinking about all of these things? Topics for emails, podcasts, research ideas, topics for Facebook Lives, research and stressing about content in general. For me, I added it up and every single month I'm spending at minimum 18 hours of my time stressing out about content. Now, that's a lot of time. You know, if you imagine 
how much extra time you've got to focus on your business or other areas of your life. Hell, you know, even if you wanted to just suddenly start making, uh, you know, a different area of your business a priority, 18 hours a month is a lot of extra time you can start to give to it if you don't have to worry about content. Now, let's think about the opportunity cost. So some of you guys right now will know how much your hourly rate is. If you don't know how much your hourly rate is, work out what you want to earn a year and then divide it by a typical 40-hour work week. For most people in the entrepreneurial space, they'll go from anywhere from $50 an hour all the way up to $2,000 an hour if you're, you know, Myron Golden and a badass, but depends what you're at. You know, think about really quickly, what is your hourly rate? If you're selling yourself to somebody and you charge them per hour, what would that rate be? Now, for me, I got written down on a piece of paper here, $250 an hour, which really would probably be underselling myself in terms of what value I know I can deliver and the results I can deliver and how much I charge my clients. But just to keep it fair, I'd written down that as an answer. So have a quick think. What's your hourly rate? And then times it by how many hours you're spending worrying about content. Now, for me, $250 an hour times 18 hours in a month is $4,500 of opportunity costs that I am wasting just by stressing out and thinking about my content. $4,500. If I was spending all that time and charging a client for that time instead, that's $4,500, nearly $5,000 of opportunity cost wasted because I'm worrying about content. That's a lot of money, right? So let me ask you this. If I could share with you guys a system which is going to show you how you can plan out a year's worth of content in one go, you'll never have to spend another minute worrying about what topics am I going to write, what am I going to plan out in my content, and you're never going to spend another minute worrying and wasting your time researching and thinking, what the hell am I going to post about? What am I going to talk about? What am I going to write about? Would that be useful for you? How much would that be worth to you? Well, for me, it's worth at least $4,500 a month. For you guys, it might be even more. So what do you think? Shall I share it with you? Would you guys like to know for free behind the scenes of exactly how you can plan a year's worth of content in one go? If you don't, I've got other podcast episodes you can listen to. That's fine. So let's get right into it, guys. So the very, 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 very first thing that you want to do before you get started in this whole thing is you need to think about what is the purpose of your content? Who are you trying to attract? And it's really important to have this in your mind because if you don't know who you're trying to attract, it's going to be very difficult to put content out there to attract that kind of person. So let's say, you know, you're somebody that wants to attract horse owners. You know, you're selling a coaching program on how to ride your horse better. If you just put content out there about pet owners in general and you don't really know who you're trying to attract, you could put out a bunch of content from feeding horses to, you know, what it's like to ride a horse to, you know, making sure you're shopping for the right horse pet equipment. And if you aren't targeting the right person, your content is going to be a little bit all over the place. You're going to get the wrong people. You're going to have people coming in listening to your content who aren't necessarily your perfect target audience. So one of the very first things that you should do before you start this process is ask yourself a very, very important question. 
Who am I trying to attract for my business? Now, you might need to pause this episode and go and do a little bit of research on this. Or what I would do is maybe make some notes as you go along and make this the first thing that you're going to tackle. If you know who you're going to try and attract and who you can help the most, your content is going to be put out to those type of people. So I know in my business, I'm trying to attract entrepreneurs that are earning at least $2,000 a month because those are the people that I can help the most in their business. Whether you've got a six-figure business that's trying to scale up and you need you know, to understand the strategies that you can implement. That's what I do. I go in and I help those businesses. I lay out a foundation for them to say, this is what you need. This is the person you're trying to target. This is the market you need to be selling to. And in a very short space of time, I help those businesses understand exactly what they need to do. So why is that important? Well, my content should reflect that I'm trying to attract those kind of people. And lo and behold, you'll probably guess by this episode, one of the things that people who are in that position struggle with is creating content. Most people, if they aren't doing $1,000 a month, they're not even going to worry about content. They're going to be worrying about getting their first customer. But businesses who understand that they're trying to scale up and make more money know that content is a priority. And that's something they're trying to attract. So the very first thing you guys should be doing is thinking, about who is the person that I want to attract. And if you need a little bit of guidance on this, I would wholeheartedly recommend that you go out onto Amazon or head to uh, clickfunnels.com and buy a copy of .com Secrets. I'm going to leave a link down in the show notes below. You can actually get the book for free with shipping on the link that you'll see in the show notes. And that book will literally give you a full outline on how to understand who your target customer is. It's a very, very important exercise that everybody should be doing before they start their business. So you're saying to me, Jamie, that's great. I figured out my who. I want to attract people that are dog pet, dog pet owners, dog pet lovers, people who own a dog. That's the kind of person I want to attract, right? Well, that's great. So now you understand your who, the kind of person you're trying to attract. Now, the next thing that's really important to understand is where are you trying to take that person? What result are you trying to get for them? Now, just to be clear on this, I'm not talking about a very, very, you know, specific thing like a product. So, you know, let's say you do one of your goals is to help people get more uh, awareness online, have a bigger reach. Maybe one of the products you sell is an Instagram course, right? How to get to 10,000 Instagram followers. Well, your result that you're trying to get people isn't to get them to 10,000 Instagram followers. That is a result, but that's not the overall result that you should be thinking about. You want to be thinking about what journey do you want to take your customer on and what is the high level result that you want to get them to. So for me in my business, I don't just want to say, hey, I'm going to help your business reach X amount of money. What my goal is, is, hey, I'm going to help you how to scale your business from working in your business and being a one man band to learning how to create a team to create systems so that you can actually earn more money in your business, but have more freedom at the same time, which a lot of business owners, once they get to that sort of level, you know, 5,000, 6,000, 10,000, $20,000 a month, that's the point where they start to really struggle. You know, they feel like they're working more and more and more hours and you start to realize that it's worse than a corporate job. You know, you start to hate your business. And I help people try and understand how they can get out of that zone into the next level. So that's the other thing I would challenge you to think about. Your target customer, your who, what result do you want to get them to? And it doesn't have to be super specific, but it's helpful if it is. And just think about what result do you want to get them to? Now, if you guys are struggling with this because it is difficult to understand 
who your target customer is. I encourage you to, at the end of this episode, head into the show notes and join our Facebook group community, the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement community. You can go inside that Facebook group and you can literally post your question and say, hey guys, just listen to episode number, whichever one it was. This is the part I'm stuck with and I'm really trying to figure out this level. And if you want me to give you personal help, that is the best place that you can go because I check out nearly every single comment that goes into that Facebook group and I'm going to be able to give you that personal one-on-one help which you need to get to that level. So if you're stuck on figuring out, well, I know who my target customer is, but what result do I get them to? Please jump into that community and I will give you some help and the community is there. Other people in this community are going to help you as well. Okay, guys, so the first thing you want to do before you even think about the content (laughs) is to figure out your who and what result you want to get them to. Is that clear? Does that make sense? You know, I'm not just trying to try close you guys. If you uh, are really struggling with this, it's very, very important that you understand this element first. Okay, cool. So we have our who and we know what result we're going to get them. So Jamie, what do I do next? How do I figure out how to create a year's worth of content into my business. That's that's a huge undertaking, right? So the first thing I want you guys to understand is that we're actually going to break this down into a couple of really, really key components. So get your pen ready and I want you guys to be prepared so that you can understand this very, very well. Now, any of you guys who are listening to this episode, I'm also going to include in the show notes a link where you can go and you can sign up and I'm going to give you a bunch of resources that's going to make this whole process a lot easier to figure out, including some pictures, some outlines, some sheets and information that you can look at, which is going to make understanding and creating this framework a whole lot easier for you, okay? So you can get that down in the show notes at the end of the episode. So the first thing you want to look at and what we're going to be creating is we're going to be creating a viral framework. Now, this framework is basically going to be something that you put your business through and you're going to be creating an outline of every single piece of content that you're going to be creating for the next year. Now, it's really, really important that your content all stems from the same place. If you have some very important values inside of your business, you want to be making sure you're hitting those values with every single piece of content that you put out. That will help you to be consistent. It will help your messaging to be the same and it will help people to really understand an important part of your business. So let's say, for example, faith and worship and religion is a really big part of your brand and of your business. Well, you wouldn't want to do 100 episodes of a podcast and then suddenly start, you know, praising hallelujah and telling how Jesus has helped you get this far if that hasn't been consistent across Mm -hmm. all of your episodes because your fans and your loyal fan base who've been following along are suddenly going to be like whoa I didn't even know that you were religious like what's going on here and that's the same for any single element that it goes into both you and your personal brand and your core beliefs and also your business these two are tied very very closely especially when you're publishing content because if you want to become a truly amazing attractive character you have to be true to yourself. You can't be somebody else's character. You've got to be yourself, right? So that's why in this content plan, we're going to start off by creating a core list of the values of your business. Now, what we're going to call this in this episode is we're going to call this your Cosmo. And what this is, is this is the core values that you have inside your business and for your personal brand as well. So think about really quickly the infrastructure of your business and think about some of the big values that are current in all of them. Sam Ovens is very, very good at this. If you guys aren't aware of Sam Ovens, he's the genius behind consulting.com. And he actually created a, a, a roadmap for his business and he created an outline 
which gave 10 core values of what his business was all about. Some of them included first principle thinking, where you break down any problems to the most basic level, you know, and always putting the customer first. Amazon has some very great core values. Amazon, their focus is always to make it as easy as possible for the customer, as seamless a process for the customer. So it doesn't matter about how difficult it is for the company, the customer always comes first. So what I want you to do is just take a pen, maybe pause this episode for a second if you need to, and just jot down three, four, maybe five core values of your personal brand and of your business. Now, this is something that's very, very important for me to give you some examples. Some of the core values of my business is integrity. That's something that is very, very important to me. Honesty and transparency, something you guys will know from listening to these podcast episodes. I want to tell you guys the whole truth, no holes barred, some of the challenges, the hardships, the fucking worst things in the world that happen. I want to give you all that as truth. So think about for a second some of the core values, and I'll give you a second to do that. Okay, so by now you should have mapped out some of the core values that you've got for your business. Now, the next thing I want you to do is we're going to create something called a macro. And a macro is going to be your kind of outline of the 12 topics that you're going to be talking about in the next month. So the macros are going to be topics within your Cosmo that you can talk a whole lot about. So, for example, if one of the things that is your Cosmo is, you know, freedom and, you know, something like that, then maybe one of the macros you could talk about is how you can create more time freedom in your business. You know, you want to be thinking about 12 things that stem from your Cosmo so that it's always leading back to those core values of your business. And these are going to be overarching topics that you're going to talk about within your business for pretty much a month at a time. So something just to highlight really quickly is if you're struggling with this idea, we want to come up with topics within your Cosmo to talk about. So the macro things that Ruth was talking about is, you know, her core values were family, empowerment, being bold, you know, acceptance and authenticity. And, you know, and that is a really kind of good understanding of what Ruth wanted her business to be about. Family, being bold, empowerment and acceptance. And one of the macros and one of the topics that she came up with was being authentically you. So what is being authentically you? Well, there's a whole bunch of topics you can talk about there. You can talk about, you know, understanding how you can be authentic. You can talk about the power of authenticity. You can talk about how authenticity in business can create new customers, how it creates trust. There's a whole bunch of topics that you can talk about. So the first thing you guys want to do is look at the Cosmo, which is your core values. And then from there, you want to look at your macro, which is the topics within your Cosmo that you can talk about. Okay, so while you're thinking about that for a second, and we're talking about 12 macros here, topics within your Cosmo, I want you to really start to dig deep into some of the big ideas that you can have. Now, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to come up with these ideas for yourself. So one thing that I'm going to do for you guys is at the bottom of this episode, there's going to be a link and I'm actually going to give you access to the recording that I did with these four people where we talk about all of these different ideas that you can create in your business. As we talk about it and we ask the questions, hopefully that will give you a little bit of inspiration if you're struggling on this topic to give you some ideas of what topics you can talk about for your own business. So 
First of all, we've got our Cosmo, which is our core beliefs. These are the four things that are the core values of our business. The next thing we've got is we've got the macro. So that's 12 topics within the Cosmo that we're going to be talking about. And those are going to map out our months of the year. Now, the next thing you want to have is kind of like, you know, if you think of your macros as a subtopic, your micro, which is the next part, is kind of like a sub subtopic. So your micro is going to be four micros that you have for each macro. So what you're going to be looking at is within each of these macros that you create, what are four mini topics that you can talk about for your business? Now, when you're trying to think about this, something that's really, really important to look at is you need to think of micros like the questions that people are asking about that topic. So you need to be thinking in your content, you need to be answering the questions that your audience didn't ask. So for example, if one of the questions is, Jamie, how do I create a whole year's worth of content? Then I'm going to create, and if let's say, Okay, let me let me wind back here. So if we've got, you know, one of my macros is content. So I'm going to talk about content for a whole month. And one of my micros is going to be, well, what are people actually going to be asking about that? Maybe creating content is one of those important aspects. So that's something that you guys should think about. And what you want to be doing is, like I said, answering the questions that the audience didn't ask. Let me just say that again. You want to be answering the questions that your audience has, but they didn't necessarily ask. Now, how do you figure out what questions people are asking about a particular topic? Well, Google is a great place to look because anytime anybody has a question, they're going to go to Google and they're going to say, how do you create content, figure out the content plan. But it's very, very difficult to do a backwards search on Google to understand, well, what questions are people actually asking? Luckily, there's an amazing tool that's created online where you can actually go and it's called answerthepublic.com. And what you can do is you can go out there and you can type in a question around your particular macro or micro. And so you can say, well, if my topic is content, you can type in content creation and then you can find all of the questions that people are searching for online related to content find the biggest ones that can resonate and suddenly you've got your micros. You've got the questions that people are asking around your particular macro, your particular topic. So if you're struggling with the micro part, it's a very, very easy way that you can start to figure out, well, what questions are people actually asking and how can I help them answer those questions? And what starts to happen then is that the content that you produce, if you start to answer these questions well, eventually these are going to start coming up in search results for people who are looking for these questions, and you're going to be able to reach a much wider audience. So let's just recap the viral framework so far. We've got the Cosmo. That's the core values of your business. You've got the macro. These are the 12 topics within the Cosmo that you can talk about. And you've got the micro. These are the four individual subtopics that you're talking about, which are from each of the micros. The macro, sorry. So yeah, so just to recap here, we've got a pretty good outline right now. We've got 12 topics that we can talk about within the macro. We've got four subtopics for each of those points. And what we're going to do is we're going to start to map out a plan for our content for the year using this exact framework. So how do we do that? Well, luckily for you guys, I've already drawn a picture out of how this works and you can get that by going down to the link in the show notes. But what we're going to do is we're going to create a calendar. So let's say that March, four weeks that are in March, we're going to pick our macro and our topic is going to be content. 
we're going to be talking about content for the whole of March. And then for each week, what we're going to do is we're going to have a micro topic for each one of these. So maybe week one is talking about how to create content. Maybe in week two, it's how to get your content out there online. Maybe week three, we're going to be talking about what to do once your content has been published so that you can reach more people. And maybe number four is how you can repurpose content so that it reaches a much wider audience. So you can start to see how what happens is some of our core values then get passed down through into our topics. So we're always talking about these core values within our business. And what then happens is that the topics we want to talk about are then broken down into useful questions that people are asking. And our content becomes a great source of information and value for people who are asking the questions within the industry. Now, there is one topic that you can go one level deeper And these are what we call nanos. And these are kind of like the psychological posts that you use to grab and hook people. Now, what you want to be thinking about here is if, for example, you've created your micro content. So you've made your post, you've put it onto Facebook or you've put it onto your blog post or you've put it onto your podcast. Well, what kind of topics can you psychologically use to pull people in? And that's where hooks and things like that come in. And if you're not sure about hooks, I did a couple episodes ago, a conversation with Gina. I think it was episode number seven. And you can jump over there and you can find out exactly what a hook is and how you can use it in your business. So hopefully this is is helping you guys. In the next episode, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into some practical run throughs of how you can put this into work and how you can make it work for your agency and your business and your products. And what I'm also going to help you understand in the next episode is once you've planned out what content you're going to do, how do you actually get that content out into the world and how do you get eyeballs onto it? So just to recap for you guys who are listening here, first of all, you want to create your who. Who are you going to try and find and bring into your business? Secondly, what result do you want to give that person and what plateau do you want to take them and what journey do you want to get them on in terms of getting that result? The next thing you want to think about is your viral framework. So what is the Cosmo, the core value of your business? From there, after you've got about four or five of those or maybe even three, you want to then think about the macros. These are the topics within the Cosmo that you're going to be able to talk about. And you want 12 of those, one for every month of the year. Once you've created your macros and your topics, you want to create something called a micro, which is the subtopic. So those are four subtopics that you can talk about each week in relation to your topics within the macro. Now, what you want to do is you want to be answering the questions that people didn't ask. So you can go to websites like answerthepublic.com, which is basically going to give you insight on what questions people are asking around your micro. And the very last thing you want to do is you want to map out what psychological hooks and pulls can you put out there that are going to bring people into that content. And that's the very last thing you want to think about. So hopefully this was useful for you guys. Let me know. Uh, Jump into the Facebook group in the community or, you know, leave me a review and rating if you thought this was useful. And in the next episode, part two, we're going to dive deeper into what this actually looks like, how you start to create that content and how you push that content out to more people. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on part two. Guys, this week is content week and I really wanted to blow you away with some amazing value packed in with real practical advice. 
Now, the reason it's content week is that I'm doing something amazing for you guys for free, which is called the Content Launch Secrets event. It's a masterclass that I'm running where for three days, I'm going to build out live my latest course, which is going to teach you how to make a year's worth of content in literally just a few hours. So if you're ever in that moment where you're thinking, Jamie, I really struggle with creating content, with planning content, or if you feel like you're wasting a lot of time thinking about what you're going to post or what your ideas are going to be, this content masterclass is for you. So make sure you guys head to contentlaunchsecrets.com or you can also go to jamieatkinson.co and you guys can register for the masterclass. Make sure you register soon. The event is starting on the 7th of May. We hope to see you there. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.